Good afternoon. Green Day's Dookie released 27 years ago today. Phenomenal album by a spectacular trio of Bay Area punk lads. So we'll get into what happened to John at a Sarasota restaurant in a moment, but a couple have been holding about this nine-year-old girl uh, pepper spray. John, you got a chance to watch the body cam video a couple of times during the break. I'm still in the midst of it. It's 12 minute fo- It's 12 minutes, and it's of they just released it a short time ago. The one thing you don't grasp in the video is how just it completely dysfunctional the entire situation is. Uh, the mom is is completely unhinged. She's wanting to beat the hell out of her kid in front of the police. The police eventually have to take the kid away. The mom is also in the video seemingly threatening the neighbors who are coming out. Like this young girl is in a terrible situation. Right. When the daughter, when the daughter's like, I hate my mom, the mom's like, I wish you effing would. I mean, it's, it is a just don't sleep on how completely dysfunctional this entire thing is outside of what you see in that video. That doesn't make any of it right. Right. It's just, it's a little different than girl threatens to kill family and then she's pepper sprayed. It is a complete S show from beginning to end when these police officers show up. Did anybody get pepper sprayed other than the nine-year-old it, girl? It, or does, not, it does not look oh, like man, it. That's, it does, because cause that's the, a fail. the mom wants to beat the kid and the cops eventually say, you have to go away if you want our help. Like, you got to go away. So, I mean, the mom at some point seems like she was on the cusp of being arrested herself. 727-579-1025. I can't disagree uh, with what Randy Hahn said on Twitter, uh, which is if you can't – sorry, not sorry, but if you can't control a handcuffed nine-year-old, you need to rethink what you're doing with your life. Yeah. There's no situation where a, a, a handcuffed nine-year-old should have to be pepper sprayed in the face. Drew Gobble Live, hello, who are you? Hello? Oh, the officers have been suspended. Breaking news. Uh, As of 5.06 p.m., three minutes ago, uh, the the officers have been suspended in this case, which is not surprising. I mean, uh, yeah. (laughs) Go ahead, sir. Hello? Yes, go ahead, sir. Hey, it's John. Yeah, I just wanted to make a comment on that. All right. And I just listen, listen to what you're saying. And uh-huh. I mean, it, I, I'm a big supporter of uh, of law enforcement. So are we. But the, pol- but the police, you know, pepper spraying a nine-year-old girl, that was definitely uncalled for, and they deserve to be suspended. The mother, you know, it's a nine-year-old girl. You can't control your children. Well, this lady clearly doesn't have a uh, firm grip on parenting and a, or a healthy yeah. relationship with her kids, right, John? I mean, it's, no, it's bad. No. It's bad. And I, I would, I can't speak for things I don't see, but if you ask me to bet money on it, this ch- this girl was being abused by her mother based yeah. on the things she's saying to her in this video. I think it's a safe assumption. Oh, oh yeah, absolutely. And I mean, it's, it, she needs to be, you know, taken out of that situation so that that little girl can have a life. Yeah. Let's hope you she know, gets some help. Life. What and, and I'm not I'm not trying to claim that I know every detail, but let's just if it is as it seems, this girl living in a miserable life where her mother treats her like crap, threatens to beat her up, maybe even beats her up, finally breaks to the point to where she's threatening to fight back and kill her mom or oh. kill herself. Oh. A, a blatant cry for help is responded with pepper spray to the face. I mean, when you when you yeah, try to paint the picture like that, it's even it's even more tragic than it seems. Yeah. Law enforcement let her down for yeah. sure. 
No, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I, her mother needs to be sprayed in the face with mace and see how she likes yeah. it. There you go. Well, thank you, man. Appreciate the call today. Uh, yeah, I love the show, guys. Listen Thanks, every man. day. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate that. 727-579-1025. Drew Grab Alive. Hello. Who are you? Hi, I'm Mark. How you doing? Hi, Mark. Pleasure to meet you. John and Drew in the afternoons. We're great. Yeah, love the show, guys. Listen Thanks. every day and Thank appreciate you. the opportunity to share my thoughts. And I'm kind of yeah. somewhere in the middle of this. All right. It's not OBK because there could have been a better way, you know, um, than spraying the girl in the face. I've been sprayed willingly with pepper spray and you get over it. It sucks, but you get over it. You're not nine. But like the yeah. other caller said, <laughs> I don't think know, maybe something positive can come from this, you know. Um, you know, they, they send kids to, to jail, scare them straight. Maybe this is an opportunity to, you know, have something positive come out of it. Well, Maybe take her out of the home. That Maybe that that last part, straight. taking her out of the home, I think is the right part. She seems like a girl who's struggling with some mental issues, possibly as a result of being physically or emotionally abused or tortured. Uh, but but a, when a nine-year-old girl is threatening to kill her mom and kill herself, you're you're dealing with a very fragile psyche of a young lady, and you got to get her out of there and get her the help that she needs. I agree with the previous caller. Maybe mom should have got a little too, though. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I'd be hard pressed not to uh, spray a mom who's threatening to kill her nine-year-old kid. Well, and, and they would have, they would have been, uh, or or beat her. They would have uh, probably appeased the daughter a little bit and calmed her down. Yeah, they're like, hey, will you get in the car if we spray your mom in the face with pepper spray? Like once they get her in cuffs in the back of the car, like, look, if you'll stop kicking our windows out, we'll spray your mom <laughs> five times in the face with pepper spray, and, and we'll make it look like an yeah. accident. She'd be okay. She'd calm right down. Drew Grab alive. Hello. Hi, how Hi. are you today? Oh, great, thank you. What's your name? <laughs> I'm Lisa. Hi, Lisa. Pleasure to meet you. John and Drew in the afternoons. It's great to talk to you. Me I spoke too. to you many, 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 many years ago back in the 90s. But anyway. I remember you. Um, with a nine-year-old that was pepper sprayed, um, I think a major part of this issue is that over the years, so much has been given to police officers. They're expected to be um, caseworkers, mental health professionals, so many things. True. And so when, unfortunately, the term defund the police is such a demonized mm -hmm. term, but really, I really feel strongly that there needs to be a reallocation of resources to people like mental health professionals and to take some of these jobs off the plate of the yeah. police. If there had been a mental health professional with the police officers on that scene, most likely it would have ended very differently and there wouldn't have been pepper spraying and handcuffs and all the bad things that happened that day. You know what? That's why I always resisted that term defund the police. If anything, we need to put more money into the police so that they can afford to bring mental health professionals into a case like this. So their expertise could possibly stand between those officers and having to spray a nine-year-old in the face, you know? Exactly, exactly. And like I said, defund is a, is a very negative term, but yeah. if we can put more funds and take, like, they, they shouldn't have to be all things to all people. Well, they, nope. Police officers should be, ha, should be enforcing the law, right and the on. mental health professionals should be dealing with the mental health issues. You, you know, it's, and, I, and I generally agree, and I think more specifically with children, because that, that area becomes a little grayer when you want to send a mental health professional out to a guy in a psychotic rage, uh, you know, with a knife who you think maybe might need some mental health. It's, it's a totally yeah. different conversation when you're talking about a nine-year-old girl when, when it comes to uh you would think that they deserve a little more leeway than than an adult not saying a kid couldn't cause damage but it just becomes a little 
you know, they're taking on more of a risk if if you're dealing with dangerous adults oh, yeah. than a kid who's clearly uh, yeah. in, in an abusive home. Ma'am, uh, Lisa, may I, I ask, agree. what what did you call me about back in the 90s? I assume it was on uh, it was on Real Radio in Orlando? Yeah, I called a couple of times. I actually met you one time at a bar there. There was a worst date of your life contest, which I actually won because I actually definitely had the worst date of your life. Um, but I, I met you at the bar. What bar? I'm trying to remember. God, it was, was awesome. you know, I've slept a couple of times since then. So, but it was, yeah, it was in the mid '90s, and uh, oh. both of us were much younger then, Drew. Yeah, I know. God, it sucks getting old, doesn't it, Lisa? <laughs> did you guys like cop a feel on each other or swap some spit or anything? Yeah, did we? Because no, there was there was a period I was single. No, you blew me off a little bit, oh. and I was kind of bummed because oh. I went to the bar by myself because I knew I could win that contest. Oh. <laughs> and so, uh, anyway, it's all good. I forgave you and moved on. Oh man, I'm sorry. I don't. I don't know why. I would I'm have sorry blown, he did that. I don't know why I would have blown you off. I'm so sorry. And I was cute in my 20s, too. So oh, I bet man. you're cute now. You're probably those perky little hoots, right? Oh, man. <laughs> we, we probably would have had the hell of a time together, right? Like, yeah, at least probably. Probably. Am I the one that got away? Uh, you never know. You know, oh. I listen on the radio now, and I pine away for you. But... Oh, it's perfect. Perfect. That's how I like it. Uh, listen, great catching up. Don't be such a stranger, all right? All righty. Have a great day. Thank you. I, I don't remember what happened. Yeah. 727-579-1025. All right. Before we get to these other two people on hold, I don't want to push this off anymore. We talk all the time about how divisive conversations are pointless. Unless you can come to sort some sort of common ground, what's the point in evening agreeing to disagree if you're just going to, you know, you're going to disagree? We were separately south of the Skyway this past weekend. We had brunch yesterday at um, at uh, sagesrq.com. Their first ever brunch is going to be Valentine's Day, but we had a preview yesterday. That dude with the beverages, the guy with the blue suit, yeah. that guy's a king yeah. of beverages. Yeah, he really was. Those the, they were doing some very special things. I had a beet fizz, and oh, I don't yeah. even like beets, and it was beautiful. It was a gorgeous beet it was fizz. very delightful. Their cocktail menu is on another level. You can get a Bloody Mary flight, sagesrq.com. But, but the night before, while we were staying at the Art Ovation, you were with your in-laws. Yeah, I was with the in-laws. We got out there later in the afternoon, and we went down to, I think I think I said the Casey Key Fish House. Uh, we were waiting for dinner, we, and it was a great dinner when we eventually had it. Uh, but it's it's outdoors. It's right on the water. So, you know, there's people all sitting around and, and waiting for their table. And uh, the four of us were having a conversation uh, amongst ourselves. I wouldn't imagine it would be too loud mm. about... Somebody that's connected to their family, there's been a falling out of sorts because somebody's uh, two children are deep, deep, deep into the QAnon world, and they have pretty much lost touch with their father at this point. Like, that was the conversation that we were having, talking about this person. Okay. So, um, I don't know exactly what was said. I referenced an article, I think, to them that I said, yeah, I hear this is happening all over. And then a gentleman who, if I had to guess his age, maybe mid-50s, and his wife maybe in her 50s as well, uh, he says, are you guys uh, are you guys talking about QAnon? Oh, no. And I said, um, I didn't know what to say. I was like, ah, kind of. You know, and right. I just kind of I shrugged my shoulders and uh, he goes, he goes, well, she, you know, she and, and points to his wife and then she puts out her fist like to fist bump me. And she goes, yeah, QAnon. And I'm like, I just kind of oh, I no. just kind of shrugged my shoulders and I go back to the conversation and he goes, well, are you going to tell us what you think about QAnon? Did you fist bump her or not? No, no, okay. no, 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 right. no. Mentally we connected. Right. But yeah, yeah. I go, I go, what do you think about QAnon? 
And I said, I, I, I don't, I guess I don't really know enough about it. You know, at this point, I'm just trying to diffuse the situation. Yeah. So then I go back again. He comes back again. And he says, well, you can't just bring up QAnon and then not tell us. I'm like, well, first of all, you know, I didn't bring it up to you. Like, we're having a conversation over here. Right. You know, so then I, it's done. It's, I think it's done. We, I, like, turn my body away from them. And then he goes, come on. Come on. T- just, just tell me where you align yourself politically. Oh, no. And then I look at the wife, and she's looking disgusted, like, with me because – you know, and then I'm just like I'm shrugging my shoulders, and he goes, "Well, what is it? Do you just think the QAnon's like a little too too much conspiracy, you know, stuff?" And I just said, "I said this is not a casual conversation. No. I said this is the furthest thing from a casual conversation." And here's here's the truth about that situation. My wife's parents are very left leaning. Yeah. Like if they met somebody who openly said I support QAnon, they would probably tell them to go f themselves. Wow. Like like. In the, if it was just me and Danielle sitting there, I could have probably sparked up a conversation <laughs> and laughed it off and everything would have been fine. But I wasn't trying to bring everybody into this situation that was going to oh, be bad. No. And he just wouldn't let it go. And she was she was not happy. She was not happy when I was – like she could tell that we were not accepting of it and sh- and she was mad. And I just don't know who – seemed like nice people, would go out into public and start trying to fire up a political debate or discussion on you already let us know that one person in your party is, whether you think it's right or wrong, is as far to one side as humanly possible. So just not certain of of the best case scenario for them other than us all going, QAnon, brothers and sisters, you know, I don't, I don't know. It was, it was as uncomfortable of a situation as I can remember being in. I, I don't, I don't know if they thought that they could change your mind. Maybe, like, do people really think, hey, if I make a convincing enough argument to this stranger I've never met before, would he be more inclined to give QAnon some credence? The only way, the way that I kind of tried to explain it away was that maybe, and he didn't come right out and say it, but he did say, oh, she's all into that. So I'm wondering if maybe, like, the wife has gone down the rabbit hole and he's not crazy about it, so he wanted to all have a discussion about why it was kind of crazy. But still, when you're sitting on the the beautiful the water and you're about to have a delightful seafood dinner, sparking up conversations with strangers about QAnon is, I would say, frowned upon in 2021. 727-579-1025. So okay or not okay to engage in a political discussion with someone you don't even know who isn't even talking to you. Yeah. Well, and like I said, no offense to these people. I'm sure they may be okay people. But once I've said three times we're not having this conversation to to, to keep going. I mean, I stood up. We walked away. Right. I mean, I, I didn't know what else to do. I had to get I had to remove myself from the situation. Like a dog with a bone. I mean, it was it was wild. But shout out to Jim. He was at the table next to us. Hell of a guy. He told me to give you his best regards from Connecticut. Why didn't you? I did just now. Best regards. Well, why wouldn't you say something earlier? Like if if he said, you know, give Drew my best regards or whatever. Why why wouldn't you give me his best regards? Well, I mean, I didn't think there was. A, I didn't think it was time sensitive. Oh. I mean, regards are regards, and he sent the best. Shout out to Jim. Drew Grab alive. Hello. Who are you? Hello. Hi. What's your name? My name's Michael. How are you doing? Oh, I'm good, Michael. Thank you. You think it's okay or not okay to engage in political discussions with people you don't even know at a bar or a restaurant? Well, I want to go back to the nine-year-old section. And- I didn't ask what you want, all right? 
I asked you a question. Hey, 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 listen here, fella. Oh, I just think oh, it's... Oh, no. Ooh, fella. That's kind of underutilized. Oh, no. Fella is yeah. under... Yeah. Fella's very underutilized. Not like fellas. Like, no, oh, no. no, fella. No, hey, fella. Yeah. You, you got, you got, you got yeah. one thing coming to you, fella. You need to start using fella more. I will. Yeah, on your son. Like when there's trouble. Oh, like, hey, hey, fella. Yeah. Uh, sounds scary. Yeah. Drew Double Live, hello. Who are you? Uh, yes, uh, my name's Alan. Hi, Alan. Pleasure to speak with you oh, today. God. He's John Senning. I'm Drew Garabo. I'm fully waiting for this guy to call in, by the way. The guy. I'm very scared that he's going to. Not Wait, scared, but. The guy who was the QAnon yeah, guy? Yeah, the Q. Yeah, the oh, guy who. Yeah. so great. Alan? Sorry, Alan. Yeah. Hi. What can we do for you? Uh, I was just calling about. Uh, wanted to make a comment about the nine year old girl. What do you think? Uh, well. You can't really go off of just a body cam video. Well, you can because it's a law cat, enforcement. Look, I mean, but you the body cam video well, shows you what happened. Literally. Yeah, but that's not what I'm saying. The girls, if she's in the back of a car kicking the windows out, what are your well, options? I mean, well, law enforcement's options is if you hog tie her face down and she suffocates, now you've got a death. Well, I, I will tell you this, uh, sir. I, I don't know if you listened to the beginning of the segment. I just watched almost the entire body cam footage, and, and the biggest concern of this was the fact that the mom seemingly wanted to beat the nine-year-old girl in front of the police. I mean, there's the, the only information oh, yeah. that you're not I, getting is— I totally agree that the police should have taken her into custody. But what I'm saying is that when you're talking about an out-of-control child, I've worked in law enforcement for 30 years. I worked in— uh, youthful offender prisons where I had young kids that were murderers and drug dealers and rapists. At nine? When you're dealing with a kid that's out of control, what are your options? I mean, the pepper spray, yes, it's going to burn, but all it takes is a little bit of water to get it off of her. As yep. opposed to her hurting herself or kicking the windows out of a vehicle, I mean, you can't physically make her stop no. if you tie her. If you, The only way to stop somebody from kicking and this is from experience, is to do what they call hog tying them. Right. You strap their feet together right. and you strap the handcuffs we, to their feet so they have to be face down in the back of the car. We know what hog tying Now, if their face gets in that thick car seat, you, you they suffocate and you die, suck, that suck. officer's liable. You said that already. There's no situation so, where a nine-year-old should ever be pepper sprayed in the face, sir. I understand that. A, that well, you know, I mean, I agree with that. I, 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 I think go. those officers more than likely have do not have the greatest communication skills. <laughs> yeah. And, and after, it's, a, it's a tough like situation say, to find themselves I worked with 1,500 youthful offenders, okay. and Some of them I've been and actually carried out of the institution unconscious. I'm sorry that happened to you. Yeah. I appreciate the call very much. I, I think we're all on the same page. Yeah. Just- well, I'll say the Austin, our, our president, said on social media, what about, and it seems insane to say, what about like a tranquilizer? I mean, what's gonna what what actually sounds worse? Uh, taking a little nap and waking up at the at the right. police department, or being pepper sprayed? Uh, the pepper spray is always gonna be the worst. Yeah, like you could you know it's, it could just be like a little. Uh, you go night night now. Yeah, those little futuristic um, little injector things. Yeah, just like you yeah, go, you just like then you're out. Drew go alive. Hello. Hey, Drew. It's Kevin. Hi, Kevin. What's up, bud? How you doing? Good. Good. Real good. 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 I just wanted to comment on the QAnon thing. Uh, I just found that it was interesting, um, mainly because my brother that was, um, he's lived in California for about 12 years. He was in the Navy and uh, very left-leaning. And then all of a sudden he read this article about something that happened in Afghanistan with Obama 
and how all the troops got lied to and whatever. I didn't really believe it. Right. Um, and then uh, he comes down from Oregon, which, he, which is where he's living now. He comes to Florida, comes and stays with me, and he's just talking nonstop about the whole QAnon stuff. Sure. To a point where I'm like, well, I mean, it's kind of pointless reading into all this stuff because, you know, Biden's going to be our president. And he flipped out, oh, yeah. literally lost his, yep. you know, yeah. and um, people do just went crazy. And I'm just like, this is insane. This this person, this thing yep. this person, is going out there and stirring up all these waters with these Trump supporters, which right. I am one, by right. the way. Sure. But I'm also realistic. I, <laughs> I understand that, you know, Trump lost and I'm willing to, you know, move on. <laughs> well, <laughs> to, to us, you might be realistic to them. Insane. To them, you, you, you you're an enemy of the people if you say that. And, and you know. You're having that situation with with a guy you know really, really well. Imagine sparking up a conversation with somebody you don't even know just because you hear them talking about QAnon. We are in unprecedented times, and they're weird, 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 man. That's how their supporters are, too, though. They're they're super aggressive. They just... They want your political yeah. views on everything, and if you don't agree with them, they force it on you. That, and it's like, man, you got to move on. <laughs> yeah, that's what that's I, all I wanted to say, though. Thanks, man. I, I don't know if it's in the in the handbook of, and I, you know, I, I find it interesting what these people are thinking is going on right now. Like there is a group of people, a very large group of people, probably the numbers are startling that that believe that like the White House is a prison right now, or that that the inauguration was pre-taped and that everything's being done out of a movie studio. I mean, that is where this thing has come. And and it's like, they, I think they believe it's their, their duty to let everybody know. Like, I I guess that's where, that's why they can't just think that and then let everybody else think what they want. It's like, they have this inside information that they think they need to share with other people, I guess. It's not even a political opinion for them. It's a movement that they need to activate yeah. wherever possible. Yeah, which I, I really truly thought after Biden got sworn in, like, it would be like, it'd be a tough day. People would go, okay, we got behind this thing and it didn't work out. Right. But they actually, I think their their thing is now is that Mar- um, Trump will be re-inaugurated on March 4th. I'm, I'm not joking. Like, oh, that's man. what... Probably millions of people in this country believe right now. Drew Gobble Live. Hello, who are you? Hello from the 813. I mean, I'll be the first to apologize when it comes true, but. <laughs> Same. I'll be the second. Hello. Hi, Drew Gobble Live. How can I help you? Tie dye guy. Happy New Year, tie dye guy. Happy New Year. Thank you. Hi, Drew Gobble Live. How can I help you? Hey, this is Joey. Hello. Hey, uh, I just wanted to say about the hog tying thing. I don't know how often that officers have to do this, but I feel like if they have to do it even a fraction of the time, why don't they put a like an eye bolt in the bottom of the back seat and then put the handcuffs from their feet to the little eye bolt, and then you don't have to hog tie a nine-year-old girl or whoever it is in the back seat of a car. Solid idea, my dude. Solid idea indeed. I, I think anything you can do to avoid pepper spraying a nine-year-old girl, you should probably do because now these officers are suspended, and uh, it'll be very surprising if they keep their jobs because I, I would say you don't have a good grip on law enforcement if you have to pepper spray a nine-year-old kid. Thanks, man. Appreciate the call. No, 100%. Yep, have a good one. Hell yeah. Seven two seven five seven nine one zero two five. This happened in Rochester, New York, over the weekend. Drew Gobble live. Hello, who are you? Jason. Hey, Jason. What's up, dude? 
the one thing I heard you say earlier, you said there's no circumstance, you know, when you have to pepper spray a nine-year-old girl. But I was just wondering, you know, if they had a weapon or I, I don't know the whole situation. So I just started listening right now. Yeah, if they got pepper spray, then you can pepper spray them. I was going to say you can match force yeah, with does. force. So if a nine-year-old kid has pepper spray, then you can spray them before they spray you. I'm okay with that. Maybe I'll amend that to say an unarmed nine-year-old <laughs> kid should never be pepper sprayed. And this kid, while she was indeed going apoplectic and her mom was screaming at her she's going to kill her and she's screaming that she's going to kill her mom and kill herself, she's still unarmed and, in my opinion, still excessive force to spray her with pepper spray. Until a knife comes out. But okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, well, I mean, she was handcuffed with her hands behind her back at right, that point. Right. So I don't think the knife was coming out. No. I'd I'd love to. I do you know anybody who would loan us their nine year old? I know a couple people. Because I'd love to do the nine year old challenge where you we get a nine year old and we 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 don't hog time, we just hands behind the back, and it's our job to put them in the back seat of a car. And we tell them they can go as crazy as they want, they can kick. Yeah. And, and, and first one to get the nine-year-old in the backseat of the car without pepper spraying him wins. And I bet you I could win. See, this pandemic is, is wreaking havoc on our business because what a great bit that would be. Down in the parking lot, you and I dressed up as cops. We got a nine-year-old kid or failing that, a little person. And, uh, and well, we, they're strong. Little people? Yeah. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they've got like grown. Grown people like, strength. Big, yeah, all like compact. In a baby body. Yeah, well, small body. Little small, people. Small, yeah, small body. Let's come back, and um, I'll give you two pieces of great news involving the Super Bowl. One of them involves the weekend and uh, and Black History Month. It's good news. Oh, is he bringing on somebody good? No. Uh, and he did something good, though, today. And uh, something that is not getting any publicity about the Glazers who own the Buccaneers. And I have an inside source that told me something pretty amazing about the Super Bowl and the Buccaneers employees.